Good morning, dear friends. I'm uh, recording this sermon for you on Friday morning, March 27. And uh, it's been such a privilege all week to be reflecting on our two scripture passages and to be holding each of you in my heart along the way. Will you uh, please join me now in prayer? Dear God of life, at the end of a week that has been filled with so much uncertainty, we thank you for this opportunity now to return to you, to rest in you, to be quiet in you, to trust in you, and to find our strength in you. Above all, we thank you that no fear, no uncertainty, and no pandemic can ever separate us from your love for us in Christ Jesus. Thank you. By the power of your Holy Spirit now, as I speak, May each of us and all of us together as a faith community receive exactly, exactly what we need to face the challenges before us in the week ahead. We pray all this in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. During my uh, recent prayer retreat, I stayed up in the Rockies in a valley of exquisite beauty at 8,000 feet. And during that time, I felt God loving and teaching me through all that I was experiencing in the natural world around me. In particular, I sensed around me a pattern of death and life, of dying and rising. I sensed this pattern in the way that the inky darkness of night would slowly give way to the dawning light as the sun came rising and blazing over the mountain ridge to the east. I sensed this pattern also in the way that we'd experience winter early in the day, sometimes a full snowstorm, and then springtime by the afternoon, sunshine, melting snow, hints of green, and best of all, bluebirds singing. Again and again, I experienced this pattern of life emerging from death. In both our stories today, we see God's profound commitment and power to bring life, life out of death. In Ezekiel 37, God breathes new life into the dead bones 
of God's exiled people. And in John 11, which will be our focus today, Jesus stands outside of Lazarus' tomb and cries loudly, Come out! Now, I could spend my whole sermon today exploring all the fascinating details of this story that happened 2,000 years ago. How no one expects that life can ever come out of death. How no one in this story grasps that Jesus is the life-giving power of God. How no one understands that he is the resurrection and the life. But this past week, I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me and saying to us, don't just look at this story for information. Look at it for transformation. Don't just analyze this story at arm's length like some intellectual exercise. Instead, enter into it. Dive into it fully yourselves. You see, dear friends, we can experience a quantum leap forward in our reading of the Bible and in our spiritual growth when we finally start realizing that today's story is not only a story about the new life that Jesus wanted to bring Lazarus 2,000 years ago, it's also about the new life that he wants to bring to us here today as well. And this happens when we suddenly hear him saying to us as well, Come out of your tombs. Come out of the places where fear and death have enslaved you. Come out and experience the life, the life of God. God's abundant life to the full. What I'm trying to say, dear friends, what I'm trying to get at, is Jesus is giving us Lazarus as the paradigm, the pattern, the model for the transformation that he desires of all of his followers, including, including you and me. And when we start diving into these stories ourselves, when we finally realize that Lazarus is us. That's when the Christian journey starts getting really exciting. You see, Jesus also wants us to die to all that is false and untrue and sinful and fractured in our lives. And he wants to raise us up as well to become who we really are together in God. Dying to all that has been so that something new might be born. 
<laughs> now, uh, right now I can hear some of you saying, oh, okay, preacher, but what does this actually look like? Thank you so much for asking. Well, maybe we've been holding on to a grudge or a grievance or an area of enmity for a very long time. Jesus wants to raise us up into a new life of forgiveness and freedom. He's standing outside our tomb right now and saying, come out. Or maybe we've been secretly holding on to a way of viewing others with contempt through a lens of racism, homophobia, or patriarchy. Jesus wants to raise us up to a new life of mutuality and kinship. He's standing outside our tomb right now and saying, come out. Or maybe we've been tightly holding on to expectations we've had about how our life would turn out, how our singleness or our marriage would turn out, or how our kids would turn out. Jesus wants to raise us up to a new life to receive the rich and complicated life that is actually before us. Come out. Or maybe we've been secretly enslaved to an addiction, to a prescription, to pornography, to greed or alcohol. Jesus is standing outside our tomb right now and saying, come out. Or maybe in the face of this coronavirus, we've been filled with a deep anxiety and overwhelming fear. God knows I have. Jesus wants to cast out our fear and for us to be filled with his perfect love. He's saying to all of us, come out. And in the midst of this pandemic, what if Jesus is inviting our whole human family finally to die to the illusion of our separateness from each other? To die to the illusion that I can have health care without you having it. That I can survive without you surviving. That I can thrive without you thriving. You know, 60 years ago, in a Birmingham jail, Martin Luther King was already writing about this reality, that God has woven all of us together in an inescapable network of mutuality in a single garment of destiny. A single garment of destiny. Isn't Jesus wanting to awaken our whole human family right now to the reality that we are all in this together 
and we will only be able to overcome this virus together. Come out. Dear sisters and brothers, in our gospel story today, our dear Jesus is giving us Lazarus as the paradigm, the pattern, the model for the transformation he desires for all of his followers, including you and including me. The Christian life is a path of ongoing transformation and growth. It's a journey in which we are always dying and rising, dying and rising, dying and rising to become more fully who we really are together in God. And, and, and just one last part of the good news for us today is that this isn't anything we're ever going to have to do alone. In fact, it's only something we can do together. At the end of our story today, did you notice that Jesus says to Mary and to the others standing outside of Lazarus' tomb, did you notice what he says? He says, Take away the stone. You take away the stone. Unbind Lazarus and let him go. You all unbind Lazarus and let him go. Do you see it? Jesus wants, needs all of us to participate in his bringing life out of death. He wants us to help move away each other's heavy stones. He wants us to help unbind each other from the things that enslave us. Jesus wants us to help free each other to experience the life, the life, the abundant life of God. Amen.